0: There is some stuff, if it's true, and I'm kind of thinking it may be true, that's so radical that, um, yeah, well, as we both said, we you know don't want to tell the people we love most about it because, like, why would you? you know disturb someone like that so i kind of get that i hate to admit it i'm not i'm not arguing for hiding things i believe in the truth and i believe in disclosure but i understand the impulse like holy smokes this is heavy you know what right.
1: I right mean? and the government's involvement in it makes it even heavier because then well, you realize the complicity
0: exactly of
2: hey friends sean from sgt report here thank you so much for coming on back to the show That, of course, was Tucker Carlson having a conversation with Clayton Morris about UFOs and recent UFO disclosure. Now, what is it about this topic that has Tucker so afraid that he does not even want to report about it? Well, we dig in and we dig in deep. Dustin Nemos is back to discuss it and so much more. Thanks for tuning in, friends. Before we start, just a quick word about our sponsor. Just when you thought it was safe interest rates spiked, and new threats have come out of nowhere. Tensions are boiling from Asia to Europe, and adapting to this turmoil is the key to safeguarding your wealth. Perhaps you've not considered gold before, but now is the time. It's insurance, and right now, you need some insurance. Noble Gold Investments has been protecting investors from disaster for years with precious metals. So if you're worried, it might be time to take a fresh look at gold and silver. Gold is a multi-century proven safe haven to shield your portfolio. And right now, Noble Gold Investments is offering a free three ounce silver American virtue coin with its new IRAs this month. If you open your Noble Gold Investments IRA or 401k rollover right now, you can claim your coin today. Remember, crisis brews gold insulates. Secure yourself and your portfolio against the threats. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com right now. noblegoldinvestments.com. It's the gold company I trust. Hey friends, thanks so much for tuning in. It's Sean from SGT Report. I hope God is treating you well today, you and your family, in this incredibly tumultuous time where the USA is being urged to reveal UFO evidence after claims that it has intact alien vehicles. Friends, in this one, we're going to talk a little bit about why governments won't shut up about aliens, especially our own government and the mainstream horror media. Now, a whistleblower, former intelligence official, says government possesses intact and partially intact craft of non-human origin. Hmm, maybe... Or maybe we could look deeper, dig deeper and take a look at Lockheed Martin and Lockheed Skunk Works and maybe deduce that there's hidden technologies, technologies so incredible that they would seem off world to the casual observer or to the non-informed. I want to play this clip for you. This is Tucker Carlson replying to a question from Clayton Morris over on Redacted. And what was the question? Well, Clayton asked Tucker is there any topic you get a little afraid to cover or that you are afraid to cover? And Tucker said, yeah, actually there's two. The first is the 2020 stolen election, election fraud. And the other subject Tucker doesn't love to cover because it's so controversial is the UFO topic. Listen to this and tell me if you can figure out what these guys are talking about, because I know,
0: check it out. The second thing that bothers me is the UFO story. And, uh, you know, the more you dig into that and talk to people with with actual knowledge of it, again, that's another story where there are some, you know, fanciful ideas floating around that are just, you know, there's no evidence that they're true. But if you talk to people who, you know, have actual knowledge of it that they gathered themselves, there are parts of that story that I do not understand at all that are really, really, really dark. It's so dark that I, you know, haven't told my wife about it. I mean, I I haven't verified any of this, but this is not just stuff that I really, Read on the internet. I know you all are very, very grounded in that story. So I think I know, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. But there's some stuff there that's just like, man, I, I'm not even sure what that means. There's a spiritual component there that I, I don't fully understand. Um, so yes, that story bothers me. And I think last thing I'll say that one of the reasons that we've had all the, these disclosures and all these, what, 10 whistleblowers at this point, and it hasn't really become front page news. Part of it's suppression. You know, parts of the government don't want you to know about it, but part of it is the public can't deal with it. It's too far out; the implications are too um, profound. And so, and I understand that because I've heard things where I'm just like, "Oh man, I I don't even really want to know that." Uh, yeah, honestly,
1: deeply so. disturbing stuff. You know, forget like saucers you know and mean? technology. It's yeah, deeply, yeah. No, deeply no, no, disturbing no. stuff. Stuff that I haven't even told Natalie. Yep. I agree with you. It's so disturbing. Exactly. I can't even tell my kids. My kids ask me different stories about it, and I. I won't say yeah, it because no, no, it's, no. So <laughs> it's so dark. It's so dark. I yeah. totally agree.
3: Miles is watching. So. Okay,
1: Miles, if you're watching the show, Daddy's yeah. not going to tell you about that part of the UFO <laughs> stuff and what's going on with the government. Well, can and I, can
0: I say one thing? I, I'm they've known clearly i mean this is i think established and i feel comfortable saying this as fact the u.s government i mean these are real whatever they are they're not human and the government has known that for a long time possibly going back to the 1930s at least and of course there's tons of evidence in the written record in the physical record in paintings um and in the and in literature that people have been seeing and interacting with these things for a long time so we know that but the justification one often hears is "Well, the government the government, various presidents who have been read in, not all have been, um, haven't wanted to disclose this because it would scare people. And I've always thought that's, that's bullshit. You know, you're hiding a crime, which they are, by the way, in my right. opinion. Um, but I do think there's a sense in which that's not totally crazy. Like, there is some stuff, if it's true, and I'm kind of thinking it may be true, that's so radical that... Um, yeah, well, as we both said, we you know don't want to tell the people we love most about it because, like, why would you, you know, disturb someone like that? So I kind of get that. I hate to admit it. I'm not. I'm not arguing for hiding things. I believe in the truth and I believe in disclosure. But I understand the impulse. Like, holy smokes, this is heavy. You know what right. I mean?
1: And the government's involvement in it makes it even heavier because then well, you realize the complicity.
0: Exactly. Of it. Yeah. Okay, so we're talking about the same thing. Oh, yeah. Can tell. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. yeah Excuse weird. me.
2: So they're talking about the same thing. What do you think that is? You know, Tucker mentioned the spiritual component. You think he's talking about the fallen angels of Genesis 6? Maybe. Do you think he's talking about off-world intelligence communing with humans to help share this technology? And some of the things we see flying around these quote-unquote UFOs are under human control manufactured by humans you know what i think he's talking about guys i think these guys are talking about mh370x in the drone video and the two stereoscopic satellite videos of mh370x vanishing as it's surrounded by these orbs now believe it or not these videos have not been debunked and this plane that disappeared it vanished No trace of it was ever found in the Indian Ocean or elsewhere. The plane did vanish. And whether or not these orbs are legitimate, whether or not these UFO-like technologies assisted in the vanishing of that plane, one thing is certain. The plane did vanish and it was being tracked by three video cameras, two on a satellite and one on a U.S. drone. That's a fact. And I think that's what those guys may have been talking about. Let me welcome my guest, Dustin Nemos. You know the website, seraphium.com. Dustin, how are you, brother? I'm doing well. Thank you, Sean. Hey, thanks for coming on. You know, we talked about this yesterday and we didn't record. And I said, well, let's regroup. Let's do it today. And let's talk a little bit about the UFO phenomenon. Why governments won't shut up about aliens. You know, Werner Von Braun warned us the final card, the last card they would play. Dustin is the alien deception card, the UFO card. And he told his assistant, Carol Rosen, and it will all be a lie. The last card will be the UFO alien card and it will all be a lie. Now, the point I want to make as it relates to MH370X in those videos from Ashton Forbes and that investigation he's doing is that technology such as that superconductor technology that can make planes vanish by opening essentially a warp in space and time, Well, it appears technology like that may exist, and it's so incredible to us as the common man that we can only equate it to aliens and UFOs, Dustin. I think that is what Tucker and Clayton Morris were talking about, the U.S. government being in possession of technology so advanced the average person would conclude it has to be off-world. Your thoughts?
3: Yes. And there, you know, there is some truth to this. I mean, this is from an alien intelligence, but it's not from an off world alien intelligence. I mean, you know, my position on biblical earth, but even that aside, even top ufologists essentially are all admitting that these things seem more interdimensional than extraterrestrial. And we don't have to look hard to find evidence that people talk to them with communion, like seance type situations. Uh, for example, these uh, mass communions in the desert, where they're having these Burning Man rituals to try to commune with aliens. And, you know, people are doing this sort of uh, party on the rooftops, welcome the aliens type things, where they're essentially engaging in mass worship and mass ritual uh, at various levels. Um, the, it's strange that you would need to commune with or or you know engage in ritual to commune with or contact something that's more. Do you think they've just give you a phone or maybe contact you on your cell phone, maybe send you a text message or a video chat, maybe say, Hey, we come in peace and broadcast that somehow, but no, you have to sort of commune with these things. And all of the abduction stories and the sightings seem to, you know, have a consistent theme of spiritual, um, uh, sort of, uh, entities. And often they can be turned back with the name of Jesus. And also they seem to have a pattern of, you know, defying the laws of physics and disappearing or, uh, you know, going sideways into another dimension or reality or something beyond our perception, certainly spiritual or, or interdimensional more than physical. They can they can just take a 90 degree angle at an incredible speeds like light. It's not, you know, something that's normally physically possible. You'd sort of slam into the side of the craft and die if that were true, if you were a physical being. So there's a lot of weirdness to these things. And, you know, I, I think I have a good explanation for it. We can go into sort of um, you know, how I believe these things go back to the fallen angels of Genesis is six and that's it, it explains the technology it explains the uh, boost in sin um that we've seen in the last generation or two uh it explains uh, pretty much all the stuff that tucker carlson just talked about uh the government is indeed in league with these things and they're communing with them just like the people in the desert in order to get technology just like the people in the pre-flood world were doing um if you want to go into that but i don't want to like monopolize here too much if you have any questions
2: I don't have any questions so much as a comment, and you and I and others have talked about this in the past, the occult roots of NASA. Yes. Right. Jack Parsons, Jack Parsons Labs, now known as JPL, Jet Propulsion Labs, Alistair Crowley communing with a spirit, an entity, right, that would give him information. And of course, L. Ron Hubbard, the father of Scientology, believe it or not, these men and Walt Disney All really played a central role in this science fiction that we uh, continue to be presented with today on a daily basis by people like Elon Musk, right? That they're blasting starships into outer space. The exploration of space is real. But never mind the fact that Google AI just pointed to that Apollo photo of Neil Armstrong standing on the moon and called BS. Google AI believes that photo is fake.
3: I, yeah. So. Well, don't worry. Google AI will probably issue an apology and a retraction soon because that's the power that these folks have. Even computers will apologize and retract the truth, and you see that consistently with AI. And um, as you know, I'm I'm big into the science and the spiritual side of this. I debate biblical Earth with scientists and and you know priests and rabbis, etc. And uh, I'm out there pushing the science to debunk this lie. So they are pushing space. They've been pushing space for a long time. The moon landing, I'd recently done a debate about the moon landing. People still believe in the moon landing. Yeah, it's true. So I did a debate with some of those folks. But the reason, the agenda, why they did the moon landing is clear. It was to fake space. It was to make people believe in this space lie. And that's part of a long, 500-year-plus a long uh, consistent pattern since the time of uh, uh, Rome's Cardinal Woolsey, which was using a papal approved strategy called learning against learning, which was essentially fake news and science. And we know government uh, funds 95% of science, which is worse than fake news. But essentially, they, they basically pioneered government approved fake science in order to deceive the masses about a false cosmology in order to prepare the way for their gods to be not demons. That's basically what the whole space agenda, the whole moon landing, all of the stuff that Elon is doing, all of it. If you look at Elon's other projects like Starlink, well, what stars are he linking us? To, is he linking us to? If you look at the symbolism of the Starlink uh, router or Wi-Fi box, I have one. It's basically a fallen angel, uh, and it's, it's almost a carbon copy of the symbol from the ancient alien show, one of those uh, famous um, uh, hieroglyphs written on stone, engraved in stone from the ancient times depicting the fallen angels as a crescent with a body in the middle sort of shooting down. That's basically what that symbol is. And you can see this all over. We talked about, I think, Operation Warp Speed and it's, uh, you know, Mark of the Beast uh, Hebrew encoded symbolism in one of our other interviews. I mean, they're, they're satanic and they're pushing this deception to break faith in God and to build a possibility for faith in their gods as our big brothers from the sky, from outer space, possibly even our creators. They're pushing panspermia, which is meant to replace evolution. It's meant to say that, hey, we were seeded here by an advanced civilization. They don't mention who created that civilization. They just say, well, obviously we were created because they know that we were created and irreducible complexity and other things have pretty much destroyed evolution. So now they're saying, well, must've been aliens that made us because they refuse to concede that God is real. It's that simple. And they're preparing the way for their gods, which they worship. And that's what Mystery Babylon and the deep state religion is all about. That's what the Freemasons, that's what, um, you know, Alistair Crowley, basically the the high priest of Satanism before he died. uh, That's what they are all into. They're worshiping these things. They sacrifice blood and especially that of children, especially that of Christian children like St. Simon of Trent in order to commune with and gain power and favor and technology
2: from these things. It's so interesting. You know, I love talking about this topic because it is really the topic. It is the hoodwink. It is the trick they've played on us, right, to believe that uh, not only did men go to the moon, space travel's easy, and our next stop is Mars, even though NASA continues to move the end zone, the goal line. Year after year after year after year, the promises are always, we're going to return to the moon in the next five years. Well, five, seven, eight, ten years comes and goes, and they say, we're going to return to the moon in another five years, and they never go. They never go. And let me just show this, because part and parcel to this whole deception are the NASA Apollo moon landings, which, according to the whistleblower, the deathbed confession given to Bart Sabrell The man who worked at the military base, Cannon Air Force Base in New Mexico, he explains exactly what happened. In fact, he told his son in a deathbed confession what happened. And then his son shared that with the world as well. You know, and according to the son's father, the man at the military base in New Mexico, Cannon Air Force Base, they brought in dump trucks filled with sand and then concrete powder, you know, to make it look gray. And they built the set. They brought in the lunar lander and they assembled it on site, which is why it looks so preposterous all these years later in photographs. It's so interesting that they were able to sell that to the public. The power of live media and Walter Cronkite, right? The power of that industrial, that military industrial media complex, Dustin. Just imagine the spell they cast on people in front of their televisions. They were being told a vision in 68, 69, 70, 71. And they bought it. They bought it. Hook, line. The whole world bought it. Hook, line, and sinker.
3: Yes. People often have a hard time understanding evil. That's why it seems like many truthers are those who have been exposed to true evil or suffering in their life, and they've sort of seen the nature of the world. People who don't see that or don't want to believe in that have a hard time believing anyone could tell such a horrible lie or be so malicious as to do such horrible things, so they keep their head in the sand. And it, I think it's as much a cowardice thing as an intelligence thing. I don't, I don't think that most of those people are that stupid. They, they could see it if they wanted to. I think that they refuse to do so because they don't want to, or they just haven't been exposed to that much experience in life. If I may, I, I'd like to share a screen with, with an article that I use to cover this topic. So it's called uh, the return of the Genesis six watchers prophecies of aliens censored from modern Bibles. Um, I'm going to talk about this website, the Serapeum.com, which is my archive of hidden history. That's where you can find it. But um, I'll skip, for those who don't even care necessarily about Enoch uh, and the, the deeper um, theological aspects and proofs here, uh, but the short version is basically the Jews had Enoch taken out of the Bible, according to Tertullian, because it had prophecies about Christ in it. And it has other accurate prophecies as well. And it was found in the Dead Sea Scrolls as virtually the most popular book that the original Christian libraries had. So you can kind of see my depiction of aliens. I used a video game uh, icon I found online that sort of tells us the truth of what aliens are. Um, this this game had some sort of art here that just basically shows aliens as built of little skulls. This is what they are. They are um, feasting on our souls and they are trying to drag us to hell with them. They're damned and they know it. And it goes to the story of these Genesis 6 angels and the creation of the Nephilim. I'm going to read a couple of paragraphs here, uh, if you don't mind, just kind of an introduction for those who've never really been exposed to the watchers before. Um, And if you've ever read Genesis, most people think it's a boring book. You know, so-and-so begat so-and-so begat so-and-so. But when you get into Genesis 6, especially, it talks about non-human monsters that basically began to eat people. So with that context, um, the book of the prophet Enoch, seventh from Adam, And Noah's grandfather was censored from Christianity by the occult pagan elite deep state of Rome and the Catholic-controlled opposition church because it tells the story of the fallen angels, the watchers, and how they corrupted mankind, created monsters, and were punished for their transgressions against God. They came from above and taught mankind sciences, civilization, technology, and also sin, lots of sin, so much sin that God chose to start anew with Noah using the great flood. They founded great globe-spanning empires through their giant, evil, man-eating Nephilim offspring, such as Atlantis, founded by Atlas the Titan. It's a real place. It is still a real place. It's the Sahara Desert's Reshat structure. They taught mankind other things too, forbidden things like sorcery, witchcraft, and human blood sacrifice, especially that of babies. These fallen angels created the false pagan religions of the pre-flood world, which worshipped them as the civilization heroes as many scholars refer to them as for bringing these poisoned gifts to mankind and considered their Nephilim giant offspring as gods. One famous post-flood example from Sumerian historical record uh, accounts is that of Gilgamesh, who claimed to have been two-thirds god and one-third man and ruled over ancient Babylon with an iron fist of evil and tyranny. The same guy who tried to build the Tower of Babel and take over heaven from God in the scriptures under the name Nimrod and has 70 different split names after the babbling event for every individual entity in place. There's so many different names out there, but it's one story. It's one human history. And that's why all of the pagan myths, you know, they all include a man and his three sons surviving a flood on a boat with a, uh, a white bird or a bad bird, depending on which side, right? And also uh, uh, they you know, often use terms like wisdom serpents, etc., for their fallen angel gods. We use the term, the, the evil one or the serpent or Satan or Lucifer, etc. But it's the same entities, the same character. So they also taught things like the smitings of the womb, uh, which we know of as abortion. They taught war, weaponry, vanity, makeup, etc. They basically came here with uh, evil in mind to destroy us. And that's um, sort of the history of aliens. And there was a prophecy, very specific prophecies, if you want to go into that. Um, in fact, I'll share again here, I guess, to bring that up. Um, This is, for example, in 1 Enoch 10, 9 to 12. And, you know, I I would like to be able to vet Enoch. I don't think we'll have the time on this one for people who who doubt it. Um, Even if you just consider it a history book, that's fine. It still rings true. It does not contradict scripture. It adds context to Genesis, um, but it also has accurate prophecies in it, many accurate prophecies, including of Jesus. So it is divinely inspired. And in fact, Jesus and many other people quoted from it if you really get into it, um, the history of the Bible and such. But basically I just want to mention here that there was a prophecy that for their sins of creating these monsters, they were punished for uh, 70 generations of imprisonment and eternal damnation afterwards. But they were imprisoned specifically in Hades uh, in the Greek version, you know, under hell, but basically in hell underground for 70 generations, which by biblical definition is 70 to 80 years. And if you do the math Roswell, basically, uh, when the aliens exploded in modern times was when they were released. This is also in exact synchronicity with the discovery of the Dead Sea Scrolls. And right there in 1 Enoch 1, it talks about specifically a prophecy that Enoch was not meant for most of mankind, but specifically for the last generation when they would return. And it was meant to basically give us the context of who they were and what the deep state has been hiding all this time. This is context that was lost to Western Christianity for 2000 years, censored. Um, considered apocrypha or hidden, or really just censored books today. However, uh, it was always considered in the Eastern or oldest uh, canon, such as the Ethiopian canon, as scripture. So it's always been scripture, according to some canons, and they all disagree. So I didn't, as a you know, as a beginner Christian uh, researching this stuff, I didn't trust anyone. So I started to research, you know, the actual uh, beliefs of the original Christians, the Dead Sea Scrolls, etc. I didn't uh, listen to anyone's particular denomination or canon. Uh, for example, the Catholics have seventy four. The Western most Western denominations have sixty six. Uh, others have eighty plus. So I, uh, you know, even the original King James Bible had around eighty books in it, sixteen eleven. That really shocks a lot of people. You know, even if you just love the KJV, uh, you've lost books in the last couple of hundred years. So you know, there, there's a lot of censorship, and I know that that's a touchy subject for people. I don't want to go into it too much unless you have questions. But getting back to the topic of aliens, there was a prophecy and there's a lot of other stuff that concurs with this, they would return in order to basically uh, have a short season of vengeance on mankind and lead us astray during the tribulation. God is using them as a weapon, as punishment. Um, There's also other precedent for this, such as the four angels beneath the Euphrates, et cetera. But um, these specific fallen watchers were punished for the specific crimes of the Nephilim. Something that Satan himself, Lucifer, as we call it, um, which are just titles, But uh, Lucifer basically never committed this particular sin because he was not punished. He was free to roam about seeking whom he may devour throughout human history, uh, testing us for the most part. So this was a specific batch of fallen angels that followed Lucifer later who decided they were going to create monsters and try to become part of our inheritance, our blessing, as this world was given to man. And we have been fighting them ever since there has been a seed war ever since right there in Genesis three fifteen, 15, at the beginning of the Bible, right after Eve is deceived, God says you and your offspring are going to be at war with her offspring. And um, we have been in that war. I call it the seed war ever since this is what the deep state worship. It's what they've been hiding. It's what they've been building 500 years of false scientism around trying to uh, break faith in God and the Bible and reinforce faith and, Aliens, alien saviors, alien creators, alien big brothers, or even alien invaders, anything other than God. And these things want to come back. They're among us already with our government working to give them technology to convince us that they're aliens. So, yeah, they're right. In a sense, this technology is alien in origin, uh, and they're probably giving up a lot of our children and blood in order to get it. Um, Historically speaking, every time these things are worshipped in high pagan Empires such as the Mayans, you see tens of thousands of people blood sacrificed, even in the open. Today it's hidden. But as you and I both know, hundreds of thousands of children go missing each year, far more than are needed for the sex trade.
2: Yeah. Abortion, the ritual of abortion comes to mind too. The satanic temple reminding people in YouTube videos that it is a ritual. Abortion is a ritual to these people. But I think it's so interesting when we talk about this topic, because the most important reason to talk about the topic. Is to remind people that behind the veil, yeah, exactly what you have up there, right? You see, that? You you see the, the yeah. temple. Yeah. yeah, here's the thing. I just lay out a couple of these uh points that uh make us realize that we've been lied to about just about everything. We didn't go to the moon in 1969, 70, 71. 911 was an inside job. Vaccines are not safe and effective. Elections are being stolen around the world, including our own in 2020 and some in 2022. The banksters, the central bankers, Rothschild and Rockefeller are the enemies of humanity. The banksters basically own and control the intelligence agencies. The banksters basically own and control the mainstream news media. The controllers of the world are involved in human trafficking child sex trafficking, and Pizzagate, case in point, Ronald Bernard's testimony, the Dutch banker, Ronald Bernard, he was asked to sacrifice children, invited to sacrifice a child to basically get to the next level. And it broke him. He didn't do it. He quit being a banker. But then he blew the whistle on these people. The controllers of the world do conjure and commune with demons. And the controllers of the world do use satanic ritual abuse as a ritual and as a system of control within their own families. So with all of that said, do you think that they've told us the truth about Jack Diddley guys? I mean, they've lied to us about basically everything, Dustin.
3: Truly, they have. Um you know, th- th- it all comes from this war between, you know, obviously uh, Lucifer, Satan, the enemy, and his children, and God and us. And, uh, you know, that is the seed war, but from it stems the culture war. I call it the sin war because it does have a religious agenda. But they're trying to degrade us. They're trying to drag us to hell, not just kill us. They really are trying to, to basically damn us first before they kill us and I think that uh, that sort of explains many things such as the revelation of the method that they continually do with all this predictive programming they show us what they're doing They don't prove it but they show us the narrative we provide the evidence you and I and others but And, you know, we're heavily censored for the telling the same story that's in all the movies uh, about child sacrifice, about a secret society ruling from uh, our midst. We're telling the same story as Hollywood. We're telling the truth. We're proving it. But we're in essence, we're telling the same story. And um, they want you to know, I believe, because they want you to incriminate your soul and be complicit in the sin.
2: Hey, friends. Apologies for the quick break and a word from our sponsor. Just when you thought it was safe interest rates spiked and new threats have come out of nowhere. Tensions are boiling from Asia to Europe and adapting to this turmoil is the key to safeguarding your wealth. Perhaps you've not considered gold before, but now is the time. It's insurance. And right now you need some insurance. Noble Gold Investments has been protecting investors from disaster for years with precious metals. So if you're worried, it might be time to take a fresh look at gold and silver. Gold is a multi-century proven safe haven to shield your portfolio. And right now, Noble Gold Investments is offering a free three ounce silver American virtue coin with its new IRAs this month. If you open your Noble Gold Investments IRA or 401k rollover right now, you can claim your coin today. Remember, crisis brews gold insulates secure yourself and your portfolio against the threats go to noblegoldinvestments.com right now noblegoldinvestments.com it's the gold company i trust
3: and um they want you to know i believe because they want you to incriminate your soul
2: and be complicit in the sin that's right i think they basically want people to accept lucifer's offer to sell their souls Right. I think it's expressly written. I mean, it's explicit in the music industry. We've heard whistleblowers say that is what's going on when you watch somebody's meteoric rise to the top. Uh, take that guy, for instance, Sam Smith. Yeah. Look at the before and after pictures of Sam Smith's rise to stardom.
3: Yeah, and that was a quick one too, because usually they, they sort of do the ticking time bomb. Uh, Miley Cyrus, Taylor Swift it takes ten years. They grow up cute, cuddly, and then they turn slutty like immediately at fourteen, um, and they start showing it to all their audience like nonstop, like propaganda. And then they're boosted for it and considered role models. Uh, you know that sort of thing uh, is 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 commonplace. But in this case, it was just overnight. It was like one year later, two years later after he became famous. Now he's out there doing all this like satanic porn stuff on. Uh, with with like a,
2: a banana hammock <laughs> and dressing <laughs> like a demon, too, in some of these performances. Right. And it's um, like uh, the MTV Music Awards about a decade ago, probably longer than that now, turned overtly satanic. I mean, I remember Jack Black doing a joke at one of these MTV deals where he said, hail Satan or let's give a prayer to Satan or something. I'll try to find the clip and play it here. It's not a joke. I guess here's the joke. The joke is they've lied to us about everything including the nature of the thing we live on, probably. But beyond that, they know that God is real. They know that Lucifer is a fallen angel. They choose to worship Lucifer. And by pulling the wool over our eyes, making human beings believe that we're just the random result of the big bang and the theory of Darwinism is real. I assure you it's not real. Um, By making people believe all these things, they force God out of the conversation on purpose. They remove God from the town square on purpose. They remove God from the schools on purpose. They remove the theory of creation, God's creation, biblical creation out of the schools. And once they remove God from the minds of children and adults alike, then that mind is reprobate. That mind is ready to be filled with whatever Lucifer fills it with, Dustin.
3: I agree. And, and before I jump back into the sort of the narrative after the 70 generations were up and these things were released, I, I kind of want to ma- mention a point about that. I also want to remind people Jesus warned us about this. He warned us about the children of Satan continually, about the synagogue of Satan, about how they would infiltrate and corrupt and lead us astray from God's law, from the tradition of the elders, what we now call the Talmud, which is the religion of the deep state. It's where we get transgenderism. Jesus warned us. That they're gonna bring transgenderism, basically, when he was talking about the tradition of the elders. He told us if you follow the tradition of the elders, they're gonna lead you astray from God's law. And he was it was a continual pattern, and he was continually baiting and mocking and debating and rebuking and even ignoring, um, outright ignoring these people in public in order to embarrass them and shame them for their actions. But um I, I guess I'll um just kind of jump back to the aliens thing real fast. So we we talked about 70 generations. I sort of shared that image, which goes through the math in the verse 1 Enoch 10, 9 to 12, but 70 generations later, exactly, 1900s, the worldwide alien phenomenon. Shortly after, as you mentioned, some of these names, we'll go through that again real quickly. Um, famed occultist jack parsons who was a student of basically the high priest as i said earlier of satan uh, alistair crowley who completed his babylon workings in 1947 at what soon became known as area 51 it's it's interesting to note that while governments are now suddenly and rather loudly admitting ufos are real it was also about the time of roswell leading to thousands of alien abduction stories suddenly afflicting tens of thousands of people worldwide with common and strikingly similar reports of experiments on human reproductive systems and also sort of like torture rape scenarios, essentially sadistic sort of behavior that was unnecessary for a strictly scientific sort of endeavor. If they were just here to experiment on us, they'd like to hurt us for no reason that the release date for the fallen angels lines up for one of many examples. See, and I've got a bunch of stuff linked here. You, you've talked about some of this on your show before, but Congress admits UFOs, not man-made, says threats increasing exponentially. Uh, UFO topic continues to stir debate with more sightings, debates, and declassified UAF reports. Um, we have a bunch of different declassified stuff. Pepsi's involved with this, pushing the, the Black Knight decoded propaganda a few years back.
2: Yeah, I remember uh, that. But, well, let me ask that, you something, though. Yeah. Just I don't mean to interrupt. You can continue in just one second, but why... The about face. Why the 180 by the mainstream media on this topic? Because you know, when I was cutting my teeth with this whole truth thing, I was still into the UFO deal for a while. You know, I believed. I've said this before. Same. When Ben Rich, the head of Lockheed Skunk Works, said we have the technology to take ET home, well, I just bought that. You know, I, I didn't question it. I mean, I questioned it, but I thought, oh, well, that is the answer. You know, even then, I thought UFOs. Most of the UFOs people are seeing are probably. Of terrestrial origin because of these deep state skunkworks programs. But I also believed some of the phenomenon was probably coming from off world. I don't believe that anymore at all. I don't believe they're coming from different solar systems. I believe they're coming from within the earth or they're just spiritual entities. Okay. And I know Timothy Alberino and others believe, still believe that no, we are being visited from other star systems. I just personally don't believe that anymore. And I think they've lied to us about absolutely everything.
3: Yes. And I, you know, I challenge anyone who still believes this to a debate. I mean, for example, I'll give you a great example. I used to be, you know, a a frequent guest on the Jordan Sather program because he considered me an expert on not only government conspiracy, but, you know, secret space program topics. I was right there with you researching aliens. I believed in this stuff, too, and I knew they were hiding something. But I believe that the reason it shifted is because Satan's time is short and they are ready to make their public appearance because they're out of time. And, um, you know, I think we're in the end times and all of this stuff is basically syncing up with red flash warning signs, red alerts from the book of Revelation and other end times prophecy books, uh, Gog and Magog, Ezekiel, etc., but, um, and, and Enoch as well, uh, I would say as well for a lot of additional context, but you know, the type of the type, and for example, also Jordan does not want to debate me. He just blocked me and, and now considers me a uh, crazy, I guess,
2: but why, why, um, about what, over what
3: about biblical earth, because it destroys the whole alien concept. I mean, these things are demons. These things are fallen angels and biblical flat, uh, domed, young geostationary, um, you know, geocentric, uh, all of these different aspects of our flat biblical earth it's six thousand years old it's not spinning it's the center of god's universe it's the center of creation there's a bubble on top called the firmament that holds back the waters above which is why i
2: think see that's an interesting topic and i know you're a flat earth guy and i describe myself as a globe as we're told skeptic because i've interviewed people like david weiss in crow triple seven and even my friend researcher sophia smallstorm the mind behind nine eleven mysteries she cranked that thing out in 2006 when most people were still buying the official story, hook, line, and sinker. So she's always been ahead of the curve. And she is the one, believe it or not, who told David Weiss, David, you know, the more I look into this, I don't think the earth is a globe. I don't think we're being told the truth. I don't think the 24,901 mile math adds up. I just don't. And David thought she was crazy. And they were friends. And David took the next year of his life trying to debunk her. He was going to prove her wrong. He thought she was nuts. And now David has dedicated his life to talking about the nature of this earth because he wasn't able to prove her wrong. So here's my point. You know, the reason I asked why the about face, why the 180 turn from the mainstream media? Why are they now promoting this concept as UFOs are real, off-world technology is visiting us, and the U.S. government has intact or partially intact alien spacecraft? Why are they doing this now when throughout history they've maligned anybody Who believes in UFOs. They've maligned the topic entirely. I think the reason for the about face is because they are preparing to play that last card. And that's really a big reason for this conversation, Dustin, is I just want the audience to be prepared. Spread the word. Because if the government has technology that is so far out, so incredible, so sensational, that it appears to be off world, well, then they do have that last card to play. And it could be the card that they need to dupe the world into coming together, as Reagan famously said in the United Nations, coming together under a one world government to take on the aliens. And it will all be a lie.
3: Yeah. And it may be part of how they tr- finally put down the Christians with you know the beheadings and such. I don't know, because we may be the only people out there who stand against these things, not as our friends or as our enemies or as our teachers or anything else, but as demons as for what they really are. And, um, you know, that will have a dramatic and quick effect if indeed we'd be right. And I think you're seeing that as well with, uh, you know, the the flat earth trend before Trump, before Brexit. The biggest search term that was censored was flat earth. And I'm not a flat earther. I'm a biblical earther. I think it's far more detailed, far more nuanced. And also um, I can explain the history and the agenda and the the narrative. And I can point you to all of that as well as the science. So, you know, we actually have a lot of the, the, the story complete now. We actually can prove quite a bit. Not only that it's not spinning and globe and any of this other stuff, I I describe it as a shotgun uh, blast cannonball covered in water, Uh, you know, basically sort of spiraling corkscrew around the sun, you know, shooting through earth or shooting through space. And the sun itself is basically a fart on fire. We know how that would go very quickly and exponentially just be gone or it would blow us all up or uh, whatever. But anyway, it's all debunkable. And the science itself, as we're winning in the debates, is not going away. We're winning massive amounts of souls and, and hearts and minds over to creationism, at least. I mean, they may not come to Christianity immediately. I, I didn't. But when I found out as a lifelong, devout, anti-God atheist that the world was a biblical earth, um, I knew creation was real. I knew we had to have a creator. Uh, we we're in the terrarium, so... Then I had to discover which creator it was, and I did a year-long study as well to figure out kind of which one it was, and I put together all these evidences that show that prophecy is 100% accurate, and which creator it is, in fact. And now I debate these topics as a devout, Jesus-freak, scientific fundamentalist, you know? Um, However, you know, we also have the CIA, you know, sending letters back and forth to their uh, psychological strategy board director about flying saucers and how they want to, uh, quote, I suggest that... Uh, we discuss at an early board meeting the possible offensive or defensive utilization of these phenomena for psychological warfare purposes, end quote, from Walter B. Smith, director at the CIA. So this is the kind of stuff that they've been doing all along. Um, and now they're ready to sort of use it as propaganda to push it out there like they always do. There's a there's a turn of a key or a push of a button. And suddenly everybody's on the same topic all across the world. You see you see it as well. And uh, that's where we're at now because they're ready to make their appearance. Their time is short.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. I think we're on the same page here. And as we wrap up the conversation, I'll just show top stories today as I just type in UFOs to Google and it dishes up the content that Google wants me to see (laughs) because, you know, that's all Google is now is a tool of propaganda for the deep state. But here's the top four stories Google served up. 2023, a year when world saw alien corpses and heard about U.S. possessing UFO technology. USA Today says Congress passes UFO disclosure bill. What to know about the measure? The Hill writes, retired admiral says the military has been covering up information on UFOs and from the Hindustan Times, UFO on Mars? I mean, come on, guys. Look, you can see the agenda here. All you need to know at this point about Google is the stuff they serve up to you is the stuff they want you to see. The good stuff. See, Google used to be a great tool. Remember back in 2015, 16, 17, before the really hardcore censorship began? Google was an actual useful tool. Well, you type in stuff now looking for Pedogate, Pizzagate information. It's just getting harder and harder. You want to type in, type in anything, and then compare and contrast those search results to the same exact search over on Bing. Look, Bing sucks too, guys. Don't get me wrong, but it's far and away better than Google. That's how bad Google's gotten.
3: I just want to, this is why I spent so much time building the Serapam archive because all of the stuff is disappearing.
2: It really is. It's a total modern day book burning. And uh, thank God for platforms like Rumble, BitChute, and to some extent now Twitter. You know, I just made this point yesterday in an interview. Twitter is now a search tool that works really well. I mean, type in your (laughs) subject. you want vaccine damage, you want to know about people dying suddenly, you want to know about uh, the UFO or MH370 investigation, just type in using Twitter as a search tool and you're going to get really great information, the stuff that Google filters out. And by the way, Google is hell-bent on helping steal the next election too in 2024, Dustin. Google is literally an enemy of humanity, just like the banksters which control it. Absolutely.
3: And, and these people and frankly, you look at the symbolism, it tells a lot of it because all their symbols are basically Hail Satan in your face. And Google is no exception. Look at the Google Chrome 666 symbol right there with different colors around the blue center. I mean, I'm, I'm looking at it because I use all these different browsers in my work. So I see it all the time. But uh, the Gmail icon, for example, is the Freemasonic apron. I mean, it all goes back to Satanism. Now, Satanism is not what we consider it today. The Satanic Church is a distraction and a joke. The the real form of Satanism today is Judaism for the Jews, and then for non-Jews, it's Freemasonry or one of these other branches of secret society. Theosophy, the, the- dilemma, was really the popular one for the American elite, the Western elite, uh, because Aleister Crowley popularized it. That's where you get the Hillary Clinton-style witchcraft. That's where you get Barbara Bush from an actual sex magic ritual that he did— um, probably a child of Alistair Crowley directly. And then also that's where you get uh, Hillary Clinton also. These are called moon children. So they were born during these like lust orgy rituals of weird magic stuff going on. And for example, Area 51, before it became Area 51, is where Jack Parsons, the background, he has no background in science really or engineering, somehow pulls out all this technology for rockets, becomes the godfather of modern rockets and such for NASA and everybody else. That's where he's out there doing all these sex magic orgy rituals, and then nine months later, not only only later do we get Area 51 at that spot where he supposedly couldn't close a portal, but nine months later, we get Hillary Clinton. So, uh, you know, and I, I don't know if it's his or if it's his partner, L. Ron Hubbard, the founder of Scientology, who wanted to bring about the Antichrist according to his own works. Yes, he did say that. People like to defend him and say he didn't really say that because they're Scientologists uh, pagans.
2: Well, hold on. Let me ask you something, just in case people don't fully understand what you're talking about, Barbara Bush. Let's just talk about that briefly, because, again, that 17th letter of the alphabet that said follow the bloodlines, you know, that's actually a really important breadcrumb. I mean, look at Trudeau's mother. Trudeau's mother was, uh, let's just say mm, she enjoyed extracurricular sexual activities And she spent a lot of time in Cuba in about nine months after first arriving there and telling the world that Fidel Castro was one of the most compelling, handsome men on the planet. Justin Castro was born. And then when it comes to Barbara Bush, the theory is and you can tell us about this briefly before we go. We've got about nine minutes left in the conversation here. But tell us about it, because the theory is Barbara Bush followed the bloodlines, guys may be the daughter, the offspring of Aleister Crowley. Just follow the bloodlines. She married George Bush Sr. Prescott Bush, his father, was involved in a bankster attempted coup of our country in the 1930s. That's on the record. Then his son, George Bush Sr., becomes the head of the CIA. What did I say earlier in the conversation? The banksters basically own and control the intelligence agencies who started the CIA, who started the MI6. George Bush Sr. becomes the director of the CIA, and then years later, he becomes president of the United States, and then years later, his son becomes president of the United States?
3: And and remember Skull and Bones, you know, 322, the number 322 referring to Genesis 322, which is essentially, I think, if I remember correctly, the part where it goes, you shall be as God's. This is what they're into. It's what they're all into. They have different branches. They like to compete in terms of who's the most powerful and who's the the most prestigious and who's the most knowledgeable, et cetera. And they have different family branches. I mean, they're not actually out there to help each other out. They're out there to help themselves out. they're just sort of working together for the most part. They have no problem stabbing each other in the back to get ahead.
2: Well, no, that's right. Of- well, and that's what Nathan Reynolds says, right? The author of yeah. Snatch from the Flames, who escaped the Reynolds Illuminati family really by the skin of his teeth. I mean- When his firstborn came into the world, Naomi, they wanted to traffic her within the family. And he said, I'm out of here. And he really had to flee. And they tried to kill him. It's a compelling story snatched from the flames. But uh, as we wrap this up, tell people the theory about Aleister Crowley uh, being essentially the father of that wicked, wicked witch. Barbara now Bush.
3: I want I want to preface this and say these women were very loose in both situations. Um, the the facts, the chronology, all of this line up. But there were multiple partners in most of these situations. So in in the case of Barbara Bush, probably as well, but certainly in the case of Hillary Clinton, with both Jack Parsons and L. Ron Hubbard both being with the same woman in the same multiple nights over months. Uh, while they committed these uh, sex orgy magic rituals and such. And also sometimes these things involve children. Remember, Alistair Crowley's own writings essentially wrote poetry about dancing with the corpse of dead children during the night. He was an evil man. Um, But basically, the facts do line up. They were slutty women who had multiple partners, and therefore I can't 100% tell you for sure. I doubt even Barbara Bush could tell you for sure. However, um, if you just look at the facts, uh, and I'll give you a a quick quote here. Uh, Pauline returned to America in early October of 1924. On June 8th, 1925, she gave birth to a girl named Barbara. Barbara Pierce married George H.W. Bush, who eventually, as you said earlier, became the 41st President of the United States, but who was Barbara's father. The chronology indicates that it could have been Crowley. Is Aleister Crowley the father, father of Barbara Bush even she may not know for certain. I've got a lot more research here that kind of goes into uh, the ritual, what they did, uh, all the secret societies and how he is uh, into the and how he was basically pioneering all this stuff. And he was trying to power up and trying to get uh, higher rankings with the secret societies, and pushed himself to near death with these sex magic orgies so he would go for days at a time and, and have basically, I don't want to get too much detail into it, but he would basically have a, a lot of horrors try to keep getting him off for many days at a time, as he pushed himself to near death to try to communicate with these things. And that's part of one of the rituals where these uh, sorcerers have to go through to get it to the top ranks, and I don't want to go, as you can tell, into too much detail here, but all of the detail is here, and all of the facts of the matter are here, and you can make a very good case that um, Barbara Bush was indeed the offspring of Aleister Crowley were one of his sex partners and in case of Hillary Clinton I have another article as well my, my site works great as a search engine at the serapium so if you just go up here and type for example um, Bar- Barbara Bush or Hillary Clinton you'll get the other article about uh, Hillary Clinton being a moon child as well uh, is Hillary Clinton a moon child demon incarnate and it's the same thing um, the, the facts line up uh, sex magic rituals nine months later Uh, evil moon child forever the rest of her life same situation um but still pours and you can never really be sure right
2: right so by the way let me just point out that the podesta emails have never been debunked okay i'm talking about the pizzagate emails and in those emails are proofs that these people are very very chummy they're very close to spirit cooker marina aprimovic she's a satanist and in these emails it was revealed that Hillary Clinton thinks it's funny to joke about sacrificing a chicken to Moloch in the backyard. So guys, if you think these topics are fringe, and if you think that Dustin and I are just out on a limb, I would invite you to dig deeper and follow the bloodlines. Dustin, hey man, if you've got any final words, I'll give you the floor. Thank you so much for your time today. I appreciate it.
3: Thank you for having me on, Sean. These are important topics, even though they may not seem as important because there's so many direct threats. But the esoteric stuff explains the agenda and the solution for the uh, exoteric um, stuff. But I also, since you brought up Podesta, I do want to mention, like, Podesta, Jordan Sather, uh, people out there pushing the alien stuff so hard, they're all on the same train. And, um, you know, if they can, you know, stop hugging the false science, you know, the Neil deGrasse Tyson nonsense out there, and actually engage in honest intellectual debate, they'll come around to the fact that we are on a uh, biblical earth and we always win the arguments. I mean, look at what happened recently with the the Greg Locke and Dean O'Dell thing. They were having sort of a Christian Bible. Does the Bible support the flat earth debate specifically science as well? And it started out real friendly. And by the time it was over, uh, he was basically having the guy kicked out, calling security and calling him a Bible denier and everything else because he stood on God's word saying it was flat. So, I mean, we are at that point where they can't keep the alien lie going any longer because mankind's waking up to the truth. And we're going to know what they are if we just have a little bit more time to work and a little bit more time to debate these liars. And they don't want that.
2: Yeah. All right. Well, I think this was a great conversation today. Again, the topic I wanted to explore is why governments won't shut up about aliens and specifically our own government, the U.S. government. Why this turnabout, this 180? Why is the mainstream media also on board now with this new narrative that not only are UFOs real, we've been visited for a long time by off-world species, and the U.S. government possesses this technology. Meanwhile, we have the MH370X investigation showing what appears to be off-world technology, which may in fact be Lockheed Skunk Works Deep State technology, therefore the spell the magic spell that they might try to cast on humanity in the future with an alien deception or a ufo deception is very possible aka operation blue beam guys look it up all right guys our guest is Ben dustin nemos the website theserapeum.com dustin as always thank you sir thank
3: you brother have a good day
2: all right god you too you. god bless you and yours my friend and friends thanks so much for tuning in as always A special thanks to everybody who takes the time to click play on my videos and interviews and spread them far and wide within your sphere of influence. We appreciate you very, very much. And I'll remind you every single day for free. Check us out at sgtreport.com. That's the antidote to corporate propaganda 24 seven. God bless you and yours. Bye bye.
0: They began to go into hiding because at the end of the day, these people are like cockroaches. They are agents of evil, and they run at the sight of light. They run at the source of truth. They run from it because they know at the end of the day, everything they've done in secret is going to be shouted from the rooftops.